What I want to do this week is we'll go over the mechanics of the Gemara we did from last week again, just make sure that we have an idea of the problems. And um, if we understand it, we understand it according to Rashi, sort of at least. And then I want to try and read, um, I want to try and read other Rishonim. I want to try and draw minor implications from the Rashba and Ritva and a very major implication from Tosfot and see if I convince you that Tosfot is reading the sugya as radically differently as I claim. Okay. Then if I convince you which may, right, that Tosfot is reading it that radically, I want to introduce you to a position in the Shittim Kubetzit, which I think um, reads it perhaps the same way that Tosfot does, but then reaches an opposite conclusion. And that'll probably be, the, that'll probably be this week. And then, um, and then next week, I would hope that I'll put everything back together again because I want to re- what, I, what I really want to do is read, read it the way Tosfot does with the radical, perhaps, extension um, in the Shittim Mekubetzit, but then where the, where the Shittim Mekubetzit rejects it, uh, or the position the Shittim Mekubetzit says rejects it, I want to try and argue that should actually be the mainstream of Halacha. Okay, right, that's, a, that's our agenda. We'll see how far we get. So here's the Sugi again. Rav Nachman and Rav Chista both say, and the Gemara connects this rule about Metziah to a general claim about to face the Balchov Makom Shechav Lachirim. Okay, there's no, that rule is not qualified in the Gemara. Gemara says that's the rule, right? You can't be to face the Balchov Makom Shechav Lachirim, and that's what a Metziah is. All right, the Gemara doesn't tell you exactly what the analogy is, but we drew the analogy that a, right, we, we understand. Why it's chav l'acherim, right? At least it seems because it's an opportunity cost for everybody else. Um, what we're not sure, right? And, and on the surface, is like a tefes of because you're a self-appointed shliach, you have no prior relationship with the party. So that analogy is fine. Right? Where the second starts to become complicated is because Rava says to Rav Nach, right, introduces the concept of a, of a poel, into the equation, and a poel is not obvious, right? Is not like either an ordinary magbiel mitzia or a tefes l'balchov, because a poel has a prior relationship, right? So in order to in order to understand the sugya, we'd have to try and figure out like why why does Rava think the prior the, the relationship between the poel and the balabayas makes no difference? Sorry, make, and Rav Nachman says I don't. Rav Nachman, well, Rav Nachman says it makes all the difference, right? That's basically what the sugya is about. Rava keeps on saying your halacha can't be true um, because it's not true because it's not true by Poel. And Rav Nachman says I don't understand what Poel has to do with anything. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now Rava introduces when Rava introduces the case of Poel. So one of the things he does, which puzzles us, is he actually introduces two cases of Poel. He introduces the case of Poel, which is Nachesh imihayom ador imihayom, and in that case, in that case, is not a problem at all. That case yields the result. That Rav Nachman would say, which is that the poll keeps his own, his own findings and doesn't, uh, right? And there's no issue of, acqu- of acquiring them for a third party. Now we could tangentially say no, that's not really the case because really, right? That just messes up the whole thing because you shouldn't be able to acquire it for yourself unless you intended to acquire it for yourself. The whole case is you intend to acquire it for yourself, right? How could you possibly acquire it for somebody else, right? We could that could complicate the sugya, but for now, um, right? We're just puzzled because Rava introduces Poel. We have to ask, so why, why does Rava think that the second case is analogous to Magbiyah Matzil Chavero and therefore disproves Rav Nachim Salacha, and that the first case is irrelevant? Uh, right, looking at it, it sounds like the first case is where you're given specific tasks, and the second case where you're, where you're hired generically. 
And uh, it seemed like that should really be the other, way, the other way around. We're given a specific task. So for this, you're just a third party. And when you're given a generic th- thing, right, then you have a relationship. So it seems like the, right, you should, Rav's statement should be cited to support Rav Nachman, not, right, not to attack him. And yet Rav attacks him. Um, Rav Nachman's response is, uh, right, is, is incomprehension, right? Shani poel diadoki ad balabayitu. An employee, this kind of employee, right, the employee who's, who's hired, who's hired for their time and not for the, and not for specific tasks, is the yad balabayit and is not like a random third party. And Rav says, yes, he is like a random third party because he can be, because he can be chozerbo. And Rav Nachman says, okay, he can be chozerbo, but he hasn't. Right, that's where, right, that's our first reading of the sugya. And then the right the puzzling on the first reading of Sugi was trying to figure out so why does the Gemara then have to say Kihadarbe Tamachrina who who cares about Kihadarbe? What Tamachrina as opposed to what ta- nobody gave us any right what was the what was the reason that we thought Kihadarbe would be a problem? Well, no, you see, you'd think the way Rav Nachman responds when he says yes. cold comma below Hadarbe Kihad Balabaihu sounds like he's saying as long as he hasn't retract, as long as he hasn't reneged on his commitment, right, then he is like Yad Balavai, so he's back to his first Right, response. which is fine, that's where I'm not, right? First, but that's his first response back right. to the Rabbi. Good, Rabbi. so we're fine. Why do we need another response? No, because he's, he's talked about, because he left, he set it up as two different... Rubba set it up. Rubba, so that's what we get. Rubba set up. Rabbi is now talking about two different regimes. One where he hasn't yet, re, where the worker has not yet Reneged, and he's saying even when the when even when the does renege, what that is still the Yad No, no, he's not. But if he reneged, how could he possibly be the Yad Balabayas and the relationship is done? Well, so then he would be back to. It'd be nothing. He's just a, he's just an ordinary person, and that's the the doesn't talk about what happens after he reneged. Mm-hmm. Right, you're right structurally, but it, right, but I don't think that you can make the logic work. Right. Um, yeah, okay, so, right, so we have a, we have Rav and Rav Nachman incomp- right, mutual incomprehension our incomprehension really as to why does Rav think that the bright is a kashan of Nachman as opposed to a support for him, like why does he think that a same Hayom is more comparable to a random Magbiya than a Cheshimi Hayom and why does Rav Nachman have to throw in an extra reason at the end, Ki Hadar Be Tam Ki Hadar Be you know, the reason that he's once he's once he's mehader, the reason that it's his is because there's no relationship. Okay, so we looked at Rashi. Let's take a look at Rashi again. Rashi introduces a couple of things into the sugi. All right, so Rashi says hatofes l'bal chov makom shuchav l'achrim lo kana. We're on line three. Kedamar biktubot delav kol kimini liot kofet alav v'chav lo That's all great. And then he throws another line. He says meachar shelo aso otoha nosheh shliach litfos. So Rashi introduces the concept of shlichut. Right? And, right, and really, right, the Gemara never, the Gemara itself never distinguishes, distinguishes between zikui and shlichus, or even claims that's the proper axis. Right? The Gemara just talks about magbia and tofes. Rashi says the reason that tofes doesn't work is because the person never made you a shliach, implying that the reason Magbiya Metziah doesn't work is also because the person did not make you a shliach, but if somebody appoints you a shliach to be Magbiya Metziah, that would work. Right? That's, right, all that, 
seems highly sensible, but we should be aware that Rashi is the one who introduced the category shlichut into a sugya that did not in any way, um, right, did not in any way include it um, explicitly. Okay. So, which, so Rav's response to Nachman, Metziat Poel Atzmo, right, and he, right, he says, and he says, really, he says, what, why? The lo niskarimo el la nikush v'idur, ukeshig bia hametzia, ein zemi melechet bal abayit, v'kan o poel v'yinakelo mischaro. So Rashi, so he says, the first case is obviously the workers, and it's irrelevant because the worker. Uh, right, he, the worker has already essentially suspended his labor. Right, the, the first question already assumes that a poel can stop doing the work he's hired for for the moment and pick up a mitzvah, and then he's doing it for himself. So, right, the the owner never hired him for that purpose, so he becomes a third party, and he becomes a third party who's not even intending to act for right to act for the, for the first party. Right, so Rashi basically says the first case is irrelevant because in the first case. There is no connection between the worker and the employer at the moment of picking up the Messiah because the worker has already be- right the worker wasn't hired for this and he's choosing to stop his labor. Okay. Um, right, so Rashi makes a radical claim, but with the case, but when it comes to the uh, when it comes to the Asaimilachayom, everything he does is the work of the uh, of, of the Balabayit, but he doesn't say that he was made a shliach. He just says that he becomes subsumed, right? The, what he does is on behalf of the other party, but it's not a shliach. So if you think that the, um, right, that what Rav Nachman said is that you can't pick up a lost object for a third party unless you are made a shliach, so Rashi says, look, here we have a case where you're picking up a lost object for a third party and you're not a shliach. Right, what about, the, why, why are you not doing the first case? Well, the first case, right, the first case, you're not, right, you're not, right, there's no connection between you, so of course it's not yours. The first case is not analogous at all because in the first case, there's no way, you didn't intend it, right, you're, neither your body nor your mind is intent, right, is associated, so the first case is irrelevant. And the second case is a case where you're not a shliach, and yet you can pick up an object for somebody else. So obviously, you can pick up it up for somebody else short of shlichus. Okay, so the Rishon Nachman responds, Shani Paul which in this context has to mean something like the connection between this kind of employee and the employer doesn't require shlichus. It, right, it's right. It, it, there's there's some other relationship that substitutes for shlichus in some way, um, right? Which is defined as yad 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 poel ki yad balabayit, and we don't know yet what that means. And then Rav says, "Are you really? Or is that really true?" Or then Rav says, "Is that really true?" If what your 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 claim about this relationship constituted by yad poel ki yad balabayit. Is falsified by the fact that the poel can back out. So this is all very mysterious because we don't know what the relationship is. We don't know. Right, we don't know why backing out should affect it. But that's right where we are structurally. That's the claim, right? Some, right? We all agree that shlichus works, and right, uh, shlichus works. But Rav Nachman's claim is nothing short of shlichus works. Rava claims, look, here's a case where something short of shlichus works. 
Rav Nachman responds, no, this isn't short of shlichus. This is at least as good or better than shlichus. It's not shlichus, but it's at least as good or better than shlichus. Rav says, it's, Rav says, no, it's not at least as good or better than shlichus. And Rav Nachman responds, no, it is. Uh, it really, really it is. And so now the argument becomes, right, the argument becomes, does the claim that a pole can be choser um, interfere with this kind, with the connection between the pole of Balabayas that establishes, uh, that, that, that Rav Nachman believes is, um, is better than shlichus? So the answer seems to be, um, right, as, right, right, Rashi is as follows. It's, Kol kamer al-hada begera balayisu, had amar dechi hadar behereshus biyado, lav mishum da'ad hashta, lav kiyad balabayitu. Right, meaning we might have, right, that Rava thought that the super relationship that we are positing, right, that Ranachman was positing between the pole and the balabayit, is false. There isn't such relationship. I can prove it to you because the pole can be choser. And Ranachman responds, nope. That, right, the fact that the pole can be closer changes nothing about the relationship while it exists. It has another reason, right? The reason is that you're not, right, and his, his language is really, is really interesting. It says, Okay, so what Rashi says, as I understand it, now you tell me if, 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 we're, if you're with me. Rashi says that um, Rava, when he asked the question, Rava said, it's not, right, Rava said your relationship, the relationship you're positing, Yad Pol Kiyad Balabayit, is essentially Yad Eved Kiyad Rabo. Right, you're claiming that the worker is, the worker becomes, right, just nothing but an extension of the employer. That to me, says Rafa, means ownership. And I can prove to you he doesn't, owner, he doesn't have ownership because the worker has the right to break the relationship. To which Rav Nachman responds, no. That re- the relationship between employer and employee really is that total. But you can have that kind of total relationship without being an evid. Right, the reason you can back out is not because we're trying is not right is not right, that's the, the, that you can back out does not tell us anything about the nature of the relationship uh, about the totality of the relationship while it's in force that's a separate thing is because if you couldn't back out you'd be an avid okay so I want to argue that what this means fundamentally is that Rashi doesn't understand employment as slavery. Even when the employment is complete subordination, right? You do, you're just doing what the other person wants, right? The same Rashi says, that's not slavery. This, right? Rashi thinks you can say, without, without getting into a contradiction, yad x ki yad y, and yet x is not an evident y. Because being an ev- there's only one thing that makes you an evid, and that is the capacity, the inability to leave, the, capa- right? the capacity to enforce specific performance. Right? I think that's right. That's right. So Rashi reads the sugi all the way through. Right? That Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman says, right? Third party. You, Rav Nachman says the only way you can acquire a, a, a an object for a third party is by being a shliach. Um, Rav says, um, hang on a sec, but a poel. 
Um, but a, but a pole can do it, and a pole is not. A pole, a pole uh, says Rava is just a third party. Um, Rav says he's not a third party. He's completely subsumed. And Rava says, what do you mean he's completely subsumed? He can back out. Rav says, yeah, he can back out, but until he backs out, he's completely subsumed. So the machlokis between Rava and Rav Nachman, though, right, the way Rashi explains it, is that Rav Nachman uh, right, thinks that being completely subsumed doesn't make you an evid. But Rava asking the question, why does Rava ask the question? Rava says, um, Well, the way you explained it before yeah. was that Rava was, was, was suggesting that if you, you know, if you hold your love for Rav Nachman, and, but, the, but we see that in the case of uh, Poel, who's working a same Lachayom, that it, in fact does acquire it for the Balabayat, then you're setting up, seems like Rav is saying, then, then you must be setting up the, the, um, the Poel as, as if he's Nebit. Like, you know, the, Right, so that's right. So what Rav says then is that I, I think, I guess what I'm saying, I think the fact that he can't, the fact that he, that he, the fact that he can't hold you to specific performance, says Rava, has to change the whole nature of the relationship. You can't say Yad Polk, Yad Balabayas if he can back out. Aaron Nachman says, why? That doesn't tell me anything about the relationship. That's just a specific thing about Avdus. So why does Rava disagree? Why does Rava think that the fact that the Pole can, can back out means that we can't say about him while he's working, Yad Polk, Yad, yad Polk, Yad Balabayas? Okay, right. So Rava, whether or not, just because that's a possibility, proves the relationship is different. So Rava has to think. Right, Rava, right, Rav Nachman is okay with a worker being an evid who can break out because you're not. That's that's the only kind of other right. And and Rava can't imagine that a worker is an evid who can break out. He can't be an evid. Even though the deal, right, so far as we know, so far there are no other nafgaminas in terms of Hilchas Paulin. Right, this is just a conceptual distinction that, right, that Rav Nachman says, yeah, he's just like an Evid, just he can leave. And Rav says, how could you say he's like an Evid? <laughs> right, now I think that would probably lead to other nafgaminas, but it's not explicit in the sugya. Okay, good. So I think that's a, that's a fair way of setting it up, that in the end, what we have in this sugya is that Rav Nachman thinks that a poel who is hired for is where is hired for the ta, for any for you know that kol malacho malacho shalom balbayit. A poel is an evid, just he can leave, so he's a mutter evid. And uh, and 
Uh, and Rav says, no, he's not an Evid. Right, just, I refuse to accept the notion that you can relate to a pole as an Evid. Okay, so now we get to the Chushi Rashba. The Rashba says the following. Okay, you think this is wrong, and what I'm interested in is the second reason for why it's wrong, because the others are just proofs from other sugars. Okay, so Rashba says, I don't understand the hocus pocus that we were all talking about, right? Remember, we read the Sukkot, we said there's this magic claim that Yad Evik Yad Rabo is somehow better than Shliach. Mm-hmm. No, all Yad Evik Yad Rabo, all, all Yad Pol Yad Balabayis means that the Balabayis makes the Pol Shliach. Mm-hmm. And therefore, right, and therefore, how can, right, how can Rabba ask, if the issue is Shlichus, how could Rabba possibly ask Rav Nachman, Akasha, from a case of Shlichus, on a case of non-Shlichus? Mm-hmm. Right, so, right, so the, the Rashba picks up on the, right, on the hole in Rashi, and, right, and, he, and he says, look, you haven't explained to me how a pole becomes the Yad Balabai's Ashlichus, so we have an answer. The answer is he becomes his Evid. And Evid is not the same as a Shliach. The Rashba doesn't seem to consider the possibility that he's an Evid. Right? Therefore, right, or he doesn't understand the difference. Or, right, look, we shouldn't buy it. Right? Either the Rashba doesn't consider the possibility as an Evid, or he doesn't see the difference between a Shliach and an Evid. Right, those are the two ways of reading the Rashba. But he points out this weakness, right, that, the, that Rashi introduces Shlichus into the Sugya, but introducing Shlichus into the Sugya makes the case of Poel much, much weirder. Yes? Okay, both, both of you? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Here's Ritva. Well, yeah. isn't he, isn't he saying that the in fact, the case of the Baal of uh, the Baalabai and the Poel is one of Shlichut. No, it can't be one of Shlichus. Rashi, right? If it's Shlichus, then Rabbi has no cash on Rav Nachman because Rav Nachman agrees. If you're Shliach, it works. No, but he's no, but he, isn't he backing out? He says Ella, in the last line of Rashba, Ella Karfka Bein Lo Shavye Shliach Bein Shavye Shliach. Back in the original case of Toe Face of Baal Chov. Whether, whether, whether he's made you your shliach or not, right. then, so, you're not then you're not. Right. So in the end, the Rashba says that shlichus can't be, Rav Nachman's halacha can't depend on shlichus. Mm-hmm. It has to be a claim that even shlichus doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Right? We, right? We thought that if, we, we thought up till now that if you made you a shliach, of course you can acquire a third out. The issue was whether you're making a shliach by yourself. Mm-hmm. And the Rashba says, no, you're wrong. Nothing can let you acquire a mitzvah for somebody else. But he doesn't explain why in the case of the poel. Um, well, so the answer, so the answer is Rav Nachman's wrong. Right. Rav Nachman says that even shlichus doesn't work, and the response right. is shlichus does work. Right. And Apollo is just like a shliach. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. That's the Rashi's reading this so good, right? That the right, there's nothing there's nothing fancy going on about Paul. Paul is just an example of a shliach if you read the so this way. Mm-hmm. Right, we'll have to figure out, so what is, what is Yad Yad Rabbo at the end, right? What, we'll, we'll read the Rashi, we'll have to figure out, but what does the end of the Sugiyah do with anything, right? Who cares about, right? What does what Kihadar Be'ath do with Shlichus? Every Shlichus can be closer, right? That's going to be the weakness of the Rashba's thing. Right. We don't know how we get, how we read the end of the Sugiyah. Okay, here's what the what Ritva does. The Ritva says, Ve'amar Rav Pol Yachal Achzerbo, Pirish, Ve'iyadok Yad Balabayis Chashiv, Ha'kanye, it should be Kinyan probably, or Kniya, Alimasa, right, that's a strong... Strong Kenyan Li Yome. 
Kid Amrinan Gabe Evid Knani. Shiado Kiad Rabo. Okay, so let's try right. So the Rifa says when when Rava asked the Kasha from Paul Yochalachzrabo. Um so what he says is if Yado Kiad Balabayat Khashiv, that must mean that he actually has a kinyan on the body of the Evid. Right. Right, so Rav Nachman said, Shani pol yadok yad balabayatu. Rava responds, but Rav said pol yachalachzerbo, and if v'iyadok yad balabayat chashiv, and if what you just said is true, then that would mean that hakanye, that the balabayas was kone the poel, kinyan ali masa a powerful kinyan, for so long as he is hired. Kidamrin and gabi eviknani shiyadok yad rabo, and that would make him just like an eviknani. Right, so he picks up the Yado Kiyad Balabayit is Yad Evik Yad Rabo. And he says that's what Rav Nachman really meant was that the Balabayit owns the pole. And if he owns him, what would, right, what would give him his way out? Uparkinan, and the answer is, Demai Demazi Hadarbe, Tam Achrinahu, Vilav Mishum De Ain Kinyano Kinyan Gamur. That's it. Right? Elagzeras hakasuv. Mishum kilibe Yisrael avadim, lavadim, lavadim. Hokol kama dulhadar be yadok yad balabayis. This is an amazing reading of the sugit. Right? What he says is that Rava said, "How could you claim that he's really konim? Yeah, he's really konim. What about if he can kozer bo? That's just exeras hakasuv. It doesn't change the relationship at all." Now, here we should start thinking about the two languages of Rav, right? That in, um, in the Yerushalmi, Rav, is defined, Rav says, De'en Yisrael konin ze'etze. So the Ritva can't be read that way. So the Ritva says, yes, he is konin. Just right. So the Ritva is like, oh, he's read it. Not only that, he's konin like as if he's never Exactly, right. right? So right, so the Ritva... Right, the Ritva like denudes the whole the, that whole pasuk of any significance. Right, okay. even right, I wanted to argue right that I thought the narrowest reading of Rav and Shalmi was you would be the only thing that makes you an Eved is that you can't be Chosrubo, and now you're not an Eved anymore. But he doesn't even read that. He says, well, no, he really is an Eved. He's right. At least for the, if you think that being an Eved is being Nikne, right, as opposed to your Shalmi, right? No, he says, yeah, he's Nikne. He's an Eved just as Xera Sakasov. It's an amazing thing. Absolutely amazing. Now, if you have the language, though, of Rav in the Bavli, where the, where, right, um, right, if it comes, if it comes from Kilibin Yisrael Avadim Avadaihem, Avadim Avadim, then you can't, right, then, uh, it, right, then, he is an Evid. In the end, right, it's a wild reading, right, if you come Kilibin Avadim, either way, it's a wild reading, right, because you are, you are Kona, you are an Evid? Really weird. I, truth, I, truth, I think at the end of the day, I'm not sure I have any way of reading the Ritva to fit the Gemara. Well, right, you know, like... Fit the Bavli? Yeah, he says, he says it. Kilibet Shaladim, Lavadim, Lavadim. Right, so I guess he says is that you can't... The us, I guess you have to say, like, right, there's, there's an Usr Abdus, which is, right, which is being... Uh, which is being um, unable to be Chos mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean... Yeah, but everything else is still Abdus, and we're okay with that. Right, right. That's right. We're really, or at least everything else is still Kenyan. Nobody thinks he doesn't think that he doesn't think that to prevent you from being an Evid, we have to stop somebody else from being Konayu. Um, 
right? That's uh, right. That's Rav, Nach- Rav Nachman's answer. Then, yeah, people can be coning each other. We don't care if people are coning each other, so long as we have an out in the Kenyan, right? We have no objection to total ownership, right? So that that's about the position that I, you know, the, that is about as opposed to the position I want to take as possible, okay. right? In the end, right, Rav Nachman holds that, yeah, employees own employers, just they can back out. Employers own employees, just they can back out. That's right. That's Right, and Rava is valiantly struggling against him and saying, "What are you talking about?" Right, the, right. The whole point of this halacha is that you can't. And Rava says, "No." What's nafkamir that in terms of, or you know, in other words, as long as the employee doesn't back out, yeah, then the, the implication, is, the implication of the way the context of the sugi is that the, the balbayit doesn't then have necessarily carte blanche to change the terms of the. Employment, uh, right? Because he specifically said that there's, you know, is, you know, that, uh, did he hire, you know, did he hire him for a specific test? Did he hire him for. Right. Left? But if he hires you for everything, mm. then there are no balance of the employment. Right. right. We have no. Anything that a ball could. could Delegate could insist that a that a um, Evid, Evid Kanani do, then he could insist that a Poel do. Yeah, or more. Mm-hmm. Maybe more because Evid Kanani, Evid, Evid, Evid can't back out. Right, you know whatever. Right, okay, Evid Kanani. Yeah, probably whatever. Whatever you can make an Evid Kanani do. Mm-hmm. Right, that would seem to be the restriction. Right, less he has, he has none of the protections of Evid Ivory. Mm-hmm. Right, no reason, no reason, no reason he should. And this, you know, it tells us. And if you ask, like, what should halachic employment be, law be about? Halachic employment should not allow specific performance. End conversation. Okay, right. The way Rashi reads the sugya is a very much. I think if that's right, the way the Ritva reads this, the sugya, we end up um, really with no difficulty at all. Um, with you know, employment is we don't we don't really we're not really bothered by employment. We're bothered by specific performance. And in the end, okay, right, and that's and that's it. Rava has some other right. Rava has some havaminas. It seems that, right, that the fact that the pole can be choserbo should tell us that he's not really, right, he's not really the possession of the employee. That, right, but Rav Nachman says no. Okay, so now we're going to read Tesfa. Now we read the Tesfa yet? Yeah, let's read Tesfa. So the first, te- right, and I want what I want to suspend, right, so suspend in your minds, right, what the way we read this look so far. And let's see if we can understand what um, what Tosfos is saying in his own terms. As a, I'm going to posit that it's a totally different way of reading the sugya. Here's what he says. Okay, I think that this is right. So the first thing he does is follow the Rashba and says, I think that the introduction of shlichus in the sugya is unjustified. He doesn't have the Rashba's internal evidence. He has the external evidence. But the first thing is. It's not about shlichus. Okay, next Tosfos. Yochel lachzer ba'afilu b'chatsi hayom. V'im tomar, umay kamash melan. V'lo b'perak u'umnen lo pligi rabbi dosa rabbanan, elod rabbi dosa sabar diad pol al tachtona, rabbanan sabar yado al hayona, aval kulhu yochel lachzer bo. This is a great moment. Right, where um, what Tosfos says is, why do we need, for the purpose of this sugya, if we're introducing Rav to tell us that there's a ban on specific performance, but Rav doesn't actually tell us there's a ban on specific performance, what Rav really tells us, according to the sugya we've been doing, 
Rav tells us is that if the worker backs out, then the work, then he doesn't get p- penalized financially. But the way we read the sugya, says Tosfos, over there, everyone agrees that a poel can be choserbo, and no one holds that a, that a poel can be held to specific performance. The machlo, right? Because Rav takes sides in the machlokas in Rabbi Dosa and the Rabbanon, but the, the machlokas in Rabbi Dosa and Rabbanon is not about whether he can be choserbo, just about what the economic consequences are if there's been inflation. So Tosfos says, I don't understand the whole sugya. Why are we... If the point of Rav's question is, if you can't be held to specific performance, you can't be kiyad balabayit, then why quote Rav? Just say, Why do you say, Okay. All right, so that we could, you know, we could answer that by saying, no, Rav is just a marker for the position everybody holds. But Tosis is taking it very seriously, right? It says, right? So, there, right? so therefore, it must, um, it, mu- it must be that we're asking Akasha from Rav's Shita specifically, and not from the consensus position that a pole can be chozerpo. So says Tosus, Yeshlomar, the Kamashmalan, the Yachal Lachzorbo, the Yado Al Halyono. Here, Abanan, I feel it, Miss Yakrapol, Mechasia, Yomlach, Chazorbo, Livchisu, Mechasis, Haro. Okay, Ulachach, Maise, Milsidarav, the Kavan, the Yado Al Halyono, Imkain, Enyadok, Yad Balabait. And so Tosus leans into it, and he says, Yeah, you're right. Paul being a Paul being closer would not be enough to ask this kasha. We couldn't ask this kasha from Bidosa. We can only ask this question because you're do al ha'oyona. So this thing, like, how does what does that mean? Right? Why does the fact that the Paul is given the advantage um, right, of economic changes if he backs out of the contract? Why does that tell me that he is not yadokiyad balabais? Literally, yeah. his yado is al-yona, and uh, yad, uh, the balabai is al-yona. Okay. So, so it, there is, again, there's some sort of fundamental difference between their, uh, you know, what, the, what yado means in each of those contexts might be different, but... Um, yeah, so it's tempting, right? The question is, is it more than a pun, right? Because yado kiyad balabai doesn't mean his hands are equal, right? It means his hands are subsumed. Yado al-yona means hands above, and yet, the, you know, the... The linguistic echoes are uh, are extremely tempting. But it, but it seems, yeah. but yeah, and I, it seems that, but I think that he's building off at least on the linguistic echo of saying, yes. therefore, he can't be purely an extension of the, he can't be strictly an extension of Alabayat. You know, if they have, they have fundamentally different power in the, you know, in the relationship of, of, of enforcing the work that was agreed upon. So backing out wouldn't be enough to break the relationship. It's you have to be able to back out. It's the fact that you have. So I'm, I'm like you have back. You have more power. The fact that when you back out, that there's, you know, that, that then, in a situation where there's been a change in the economic environment, right? Yeah. Then that that you have different. You know, there's different. Each one has a different level of rights on being made whole. Okay, that's a little that's a little fuzzy, no? It is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, what, 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 yeah. so how would you explain in Cain and Yadot? Could you add Balabayit there? Well, so I can I can give you a here's a lumdish way, right? Remember the Nesivos explained this halacha as follows. The Nesivos said that the that 
what the halacha of Rav teaches us is that there has not been a Kenyan. And therefore, the reason the Paul gets the advantage is because we regard, in this case, is because we regard the situation as if there never, there had, there never had been an agreement. And the problem we had is, but shouldn't the worker lose in that case too? And right, that, that, right, that was, and the Nesivas ends up, yeah, there are circumstances where the worker will lose as a result. And it was, I thought, a weakness in his approach that he didn't, that Yadoel Halyona was just a consequence of, the consequence in this particular circumstance of the Halacha in Konin Zedzeh, as opposed to a principled position that it should be Yadoel Halyona because he has the right to back out. Right? But if you wanted a Lumdish explanation, right, the Nesivas gives you a Lumdish explanation, which is, okay, the reason you get more money is because the right is because the um, is because you weren't bound to do the work. So we just evaluate the work right now because you did it, as if you worked without a contract, right? That's basically right. That's the Nesiva says that we evaluate as if you worked without a, without a contract, and then you'll ask me why don't you lose if the work went down? The answer will be because well there there was a contract, <laughs> little right? It was a commitment, some kind of moral commitment on the part of the owner. So I think it, this I think this has all the weaknesses of the Nesiva's approach, but that's one way. Of, that's one way of reading it. The more radical way of reading it would be to claim that Yadoel Yonah means that we want the worker to be able to leave. And that means that the relationship is different, right? We th- he was never that way because the fact that we rig the halacha so that the worker gets the advantage, right? Now it's like the extreme case. The worker, we allow the worker while under contract to say to them, not just I don't want to stop working, but continuing this contract is in my employer's interest and not in mine. And even though I am an employee, I am entitled to choose my economic interests over my employer's. And so you can't say Adoki Yad Balabai because somebody who's, who's an Evid doesn't have the right to consider, right, consider his interests as conflicting with that of the employer. But this way, right, this, this, this particular halacha that says that, you know, that if, if prices go up, the workers can just leave and get higher, right, the workers can strike for higher wages if the wages around them rise, that tells us that the workers um, right, are never in a situation where they are owned. They're just always making making their best their best economic decision. I think that would be the strongest way of reading of, of reading Tosfot. Right, the Yona tells us right. Tell Yona tells us something fundamental about the about the relationship. We'll still have the answer at the end. So right at the end, we're still going to have to say. But in the end, when Ramnachman gives his final terrace, he's going to say, "Yeah, that's very, right. That's all very good. Of you, that's all very good of you to say that, Rava. But I don't agree." I think even Yadol Halyona is just a way of preventing you from being an evident doesn't change the nature of the relationship. Right? So even my reading, which is, you know, I'm trying to force it as far as I can, doesn't, right, doesn't, get me, right, doesn't change the fact that I have to pass like Rava and not like Rav Nachman if I want to avoid being an evident. And also you can so. say Yadol Halyona is just, is just sort of a statement of economically how we sort it out after the fact, if he leaves. Mm-hmm. But but while he's there, while he's while he's in the employ, then he's still okay. Yad balabai. Okay, well, that was, but yeah, so that, that means we don't change the central right. relationship, right. right? Right? If we want to. Okay, now we get to the last toast fit. And here's 
here's where I hope that you will uh, that you'll uh, that you'll buy what I want to say. Tell us what it says. Kilibin Israel Vadim, nearly the Mikol Makom Mutar Adam Laskir Atzmo. So what was Tosus's Havamina? Right. Well, so the have is that if you if you that if you do rent yourself out to someone, if you hire yourself out, then yeah. you're putting yourself into into slavery situation. Right, and it's supposed to say this. This is Tosus's Havamina after the Maskana. Mm-hmm. Right, Tosus says after you read Rav Nachman's claim that Tama Achrinahu, I would right. I still have to tell you. That you're allowed to hire yourself out. What? The whole point of Rav Nachman was to explain why a poel was an evid. And that's fine. But Tosus can't read it that way. Tosus says that if you're reading the sugya, right, you have right, you have you right, you would you, right, you would reasonably end up thinking based on the sugya that all employment is a violation of, of Kilibinishalavadim of Adaihim. And the end of the Gemara says is no, right? That um, right? That even right? That you're obviously there is still a connection. You wouldn't have the halamina, but it's not usher. So I want to read this right, as you know, as as rejecting everybody else's read of the sugya, right? Every, the prior reading of the sugya, saying that, yeah, he's an evid, so, right, and we just have Xeris like cover, right? He's the anti-Ritva. The Ritva says, right, fundamentally, an employment, employment, is, employment is avdus, and, but by the way, but this Xeris Akasuv. And Tosa says, no. Tosa says, says that uh, employment is avdus, and that's terrible. Right? To the point that we might have thought it's usher to be an employee. Right? And the end, the end, right, the end. They say that the Xeris Akasov only goes so far as to ban, right, as to ban specific performance. But it doesn't change the fact that we look at right, we, that we look at employment as partial avdus, and avdus is usur. And employment is a empl- employment is a move towards is a move towards isur. Right, so that's that's right. I, I want to put a lot of this. So, so you tell me if you're convinced by not if you're convinced by the uh, by the the. You know, I, I think like you have to understand the havamina, right? The question, right, that Tosos havamina is, is is clear, right? That I might, right. The question is, is it true? As I'm contending that once you have a havamina that powerful, after the maskana of the sugya, that must mean you still th- you think that that's the that's the driver of the sugya. Previous Tosvos. First of all, the expectation that you know there's consistency across Tosvos. I mean, like, right. you know, the same stuff. Certainly. Right. Um, so the previous Tosvos don't really touch on the update aspect. Yes, what Tosvos says is that we could read Tosvos as saying, you know, what he showed you is that. 
specific performance isn't enough, right? It's not just, right? It's, we're not doing the technical halacha of specific performance. Now we can go back into those and say, no, it has to be a doa halyona because the purpose of the Xeris HaKasav is to, right, to make sure that the worker can leave, not just to create a technical out. Right? Evid Ivri, we have a technical out, which is that he can pay back the loan. Right? But when it comes to actual employees, we don't want technical outs. We change the law to make, sure, right, to make sure that he can get out because we have an interest in him getting out. And then what we really want to do is we want to read that back into the issue about shlichus. So what I would say is that Rav Nachman makes a claim that you can never acquire something for, according to Tosos, you can never acquire something for a third party, even if you were a shliach. And then Rav says, if that's the case, why can an employee? Why can an employee do it? And Ravnachman says that's easy. An employee is an evid. And Rav says no, an employee isn't an evid. And Ravnachman has gives a weak answer in this reading, where he says, you know, where he says that employee is kiyad balabayit, but not an evid. And I right uh, or or Ravnachman says an employee an employee is an evid, but I acknowledge. That that's not something we like. Right, so we can read all three of these, all three of the Tosfos together. A, it's not an issue of shlichus. If you can't do it even as a shliach, the only way you can do it is an evid. So now we've introduced evidence of the sugya. Mm. Right now, the machlokas between Rav and Nachman is about right what makes you an evid, and the maskana according to Tosfos is what right we can solve the technical problem, but that's not going to make us happy. Okay, so I want to read Tosfit as a, you know, as as the the as a radical moral response to the Ritva and Rashi that he read that he that Tosfos believes that all, and I want to argue that Tosfos is the better reading of the Sugya, because he really explains both the language of Yad Evik Yad of Yad Polk Yad Balabais, which is resonant of Yad Evik Yad Rabo, and also the distinction between Nacheshimo and Aseimim Melachayom. Because the answer is, you say, of course you're less in Evid because you're choosing what to do. Right? So of course that's the way, of course you don't acquire things like that. Right? As opposed to Rashi, who has to put that on a completely different axis. Right? And that says, no, but this Tosa says the whole sugi is about how much of an Evid are you? And are you enough of an Evid that, right, that you can be Magbiya Metziah Havera? Well, of course, that, that kind of Evid, because he's not really an Evid. This is much closer to an Evid, so you might think he can. Uh, right? But maybe, right? But maybe, maybe, uh, but Rav says he can, or Nachman says he can, but I basically agree with you that he can, but we'd rather he didn't. Okay, so now, is there anybody who tried to read at least Rav as radically as I did? So let will go to the Shittim Kabetzer. My time with Tafis the Bachov, Yesh Lachshot. Lama Tzarech Lachriach Dvarav B'Torah's Tama, Me'achar Shosvaratohi, Me'yusedet Mikoach Masnisen. Okay, so he says, Rav Nachman's original halacha, Right? Why doesn't he just say there's a Mishnah which says, right, which right, which says that to face the Balchov Um Right? Why does he have to? Why does he have to say my tama? Right? Just say this is an instance of a, of a Mishnah. Okay. So if if we're following Nachman, so explain why should it? Why can it to face Balchov not be Chavlacherim? Right. So if, right. So we could answer that by saying Shliach, but um, right. But he's he's asking us why why can't you do it? Okay, now he says, "V'od yishlakshos, right? She'afal pi shemot shenoda shadirav nachman srichin tam and kol ziksha she'enu nosin tam klal." Right. In the end of the day, right? These are all. I'm saying that Nachman just makes a claim that you can't do things for third parties, 
and he provides no biblical source. There's no Pasuk that tells you you can't acquire things with third parties. So all this is just adding things. All this things is just is just adding things um, up. Okay, so Nashi Mashatiris Ramban, the command, the Kushit, Shehefrish Bimitsia Levalchov. Okay, fine. This is not, this is not, this doesn't matter to us right now. It's Valachshav. Noldal and a Kushik Dolam in Hirshona. Shehech wrote to Ladamos, Ladamos, um, Ladamos Banush, Enkel Kach Mischalfin Kaelo. Right? So I think the answer is like, why are we trying to compare Paul? Poel, Balchov, Metziah, right? There's no underlying connection between them all. So he introduces for the first time what we said. Right? So he's the first one who explicitly introduces the distinction between Zachin and Shliach. So he thinks that Rashi is fundamentally on this axis between Zachin and Shliach. Okay. What is he going about this? Right, he should have just said the sugya should have ended. Right, as we at kol kamad lo hadarbe yadoki ad balabayis. Right, that's all right because right, that's all we need. Because if we're if the only issue is shlichus versus non shlichus, so. He's a shliach as long as he doesn't back out. Just like a shliach, you're a shliach until you can back out as a shliach every moment, right? So, what does Paul Yochalach Zorbo have, have anything to do with the claim that a pole is not a shliach, which is what we need? Okay, his answer is. Barashi Tiris Ksas Zehadochek. So, Rashi tried to explain this. The Od Nuchalomar, but a better reading is, Shamaksha Mataris Bahapligi. Shamaksha Sovet. The whole intent of the Torah was to benefit the employee. Okay, so he reads that, right, that Rava's the Maksha, who's Rava, right? Uh, you know, if you, assuming you think that the, that the last Amar is real, says, I generalize from the halacha of Yodo al Ha'elyona that the Poel is always allowed, we always allow the Poel to do whatever is in the Poel's best interest, even if that is not in the employer's best interest. Right? That's what the Torah wants. The Torah, right? the Torah, when the Torah says Yodo al Ha'elyona, it wants to allow the poil to always consider the poil's interests ahead of the employer's. Okay, so that's the most right. That takes the reading right as far right, as right, as as far as you can. Does that does that uh, does that contradict the concept of yadok yad balabayhu? Like, 
Yeah, I think that's right. The extreme version, right? It's not Yadok Yad Baal Baidu because... That was never like the Yad Baal Right. He never, right, right? Because it's not just that he can back out. The fact that he can back out be Yadol Halyona teaches you that he's never subordinated to the interests of the... He's always working for himself. When Rab said, is he trying to say, and that's the proof that the... That the um, that's like a specific situation of him wanting to right. stop, but that's a, that's a proof of a general concept that, that um, the poet always has his self-interest right. as primary. And therefore, he's never a slave. And of not right, so this is to me like this is the dream position, right? <laughs> everywhere in halacha, right? The goal, right? The employee is always allowed to act in his own interest and not the, right? And not the, and right, we always, we we always we always shape the law to do that. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, but this is rava, right? Rav Nachman's response is the heishu of mitaret shakavanas hatorah enoshir biachapol ela shakadosh baruch hu wrote such lo yisrael avdim zelazeh. Right? The answer is that no, that God just doesn't want people to be Avadim. So we could read this sugya according to the Maria Boav, right, which is the position quotation. We could read the sugya as follows. I argue that in the Yerushalmi, the Machlokas Rav and Rav Yochanan was that Rav said the whole goal of the Torah is prevent you from being an Evid, and once you're not an Evid, we don't have any concerns. And Rav Yochanan said, you are an Evid. We're just trying to make you an evid as much as right, make make avdus as right as light as it, as light as it can be. Right, evid ivri he must nisa. That's why Paul's yochalakzer bo just like an evid ivri. Right, so we could argue that the way that the way that Rav Yehovah reads the sugya, the machlokas between Rava and Rav Nachman is the machlokas between Rav and Rav Yochanan. That Rava reads the sugya like Rav Yochanan, he says, look. Um, but that's not going to be weird because Rav is trying to argue he's not an Evid at all. Oh, right, so it seems like there's different... Yeah, so it's not going to work at all. Okay, that's good. That's not going to work at all. Okay. Well, but the, in other words, I think you essentially have three levels. Yeah. Right? And, and the, the, your Shalmi is on, you know, two of them. And the, uh, the, the Bavli is on... Uh, this is on you know, two... There's no overlapping of one level, but they're... But they're you know, yeah, so the question, whatever, you know, since we have three... Potential positions, which is Rav saying any Yisrael Konin Zed Zeh, Rav saying Avadayim Lavadim Lavadim, and and Rav Yochanan. So I guess we could try and claim that Rava is understanding Rav as based on Lavadim Lavadim. Um, that's hard to read the language, right? No, so I don't. I don't have it. I don't have it neat yet. That is very valuable. I don't have it yet. Uh, all I can say is that the Maria Bov, in, in the, the way the Maria Bov reads it, the Havamina is that employee that we have to do everything possible to protect the right to enable employees to maintain specific interests. Whereas according to Rav Nachman, the answer is no. All we have to do is do the minimum to keep him from being an Evid. I think that's probably the, that's probably the best I can do. Uh, okay, so remember right, that I have I have my, that I have the maram who I think will 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 end up leading halacha into a position where we have both the advantages of kilibi yisrael mm-hmm. right? That we did several weeks ago. They're not right kalvachomer mevivri, but it doesn't flow as neatly as it as I thought it did. Okay, right. good. Right. Thank you very very much. That was uh, that was exactly what um, what I wanted to learn. I hope to that. What extent is is there?
Yeah. I mean, our, I, I, I expect that there are many divergences, or many sort of apparent divergences between the Yerushalmi and the Babli. And are they usually reparable? <laughs> yeah, there is, there, are, there is an approach, right, that, that tries to reconcile them. Right. And there is what an seems you're, you're trying to do here to a certain extent. In this sugya, I, you know, in this sugya, I find it hard to believe that they aren't connected. Uh, do they have the same positions? I don't know. Right. Babli doesn't have Rav Yochanan, right. right? So I'd, I'm more interested in making sure that Yerushalmi plays a role in halacha uh-huh. than I am in trying to reconcile. But since halacha is not going to pass like the Babli against the Yerushalmi, in order to do that, I have to won't pass like sorry won't pass like Yerushalmi against the Babli. So if I want the Yerushalmi to play a role in halacha, I have to find a way that. The positions in the, the position in the Shalmi at least don't contradict the Bavli. I think that would be, yeah. you know, generally, I, you know, I, when I was young, it was my ambition to reclaim the Shalmi. Apparently, Rechaim Kanievsky has already, has already done it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, this is my calling. Uh, you know, at some point, you know, I just, that's why I just didn't have, I didn't have that smada to right. really work out the Shalmi. So it's tough for me to say that I have, like, it's clear, like, there are cases where the Bavli and Shalmi just, like can't work together. It's right. like you know, Bavakama, that the Yerushalmi, you know, like I say, it doesn't have a halacha l'moshe misini of chazin esek Right, the whole Bavli is built on the notion of a halacha l'moshe. Right, the answer is halacha l'moshe misini chazin esek and it's just not there in the Bavli in the Yerushalmi. Right, so I think there is clear that the Bavli something happened in the Bavli that the Yerushalmi, you know, was not Yerushalmi just does, you know doesn't consider it. Um, but beyond that, yeah, I. I'd love to get back into the push if I could, you know, where I could say I have a real shita that I know, uh, you know, that I know which way which way it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this case, like we know that kilibin yisrael vadim, right? As a, as that pasuk survives as a like, makor, right, right. how much more? I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, but I, uh, since I do want the halacha to come out of way, if I can, honestly, right? So I have it. So I have an interest.